It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. Very special guest for me as well, but very, very, very special guest, and this is a really special guest tonight. Is one and only Mr. Malcolm Page, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening to you. Malcolm Thrice, verily welcome to the... Well, that rhymed, didn't it? <laughs> Malcolm Thrice, verily welcome to the Talk and Talk Show. Produced every single Monday night, uh, pandemic or no pandemic, we just battered through it and got on with it. And... Uh, Firstly, um, at my birthday party over the weekend, um, as I never mentioned that it's my birthday on Christmas Day, do I? Never. never. Not ever. Um, I won't be able to say that anymore after December for a few months. So. <laughs> um, but um, cut a long story short, got me new number plates, N888KRO. Sorry, what's what's but then uh, it's N888KRO. They went on the car today. Um, so now I'm official owner of a keep right on number plate. That's brilliant. I've just, just had a look at them, they look really good. They, got, they do look smart, they don't look they? Smart. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Mrs. Brown, for that amazing mug you gave me. With all, every single member, uh, the, every single guest that has ever been on the Tilton yeah. Talk Show written on it, and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. That's going to go into awesome. my... Um, um, so, yeah, Grand Time was had by all... Had by all um, uh, the hog roast was just off the scale amazing. Hog roast was amazing. And uh, thanks to everybody for turning up that, uh, you know, could make it. I know there's an awful lot of people that couldn't make it, and I understand the reasons why. But I bet you will come to my funeral. <laughs> When's that book for? <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, Mr Malcolm Page. Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm. So, um, wow, let's go back to the 1970s, shall we, when, uh, when I first started going to the Blues. And uh, you may well have played in this game. It was the week after Tony Wont had his leg broke at Newcastle. And then we played Newcastle back at St Andrews. That was the first time my daddy held my hand, took me up the Coventry Road, and that was a day I fell in love. And I've never been out. Not ever. You must, you must like pure violence. Um, not, not, not so much the violence. No, it was. I, I was a really wiry, tiny little child, um, as you see by some of them photographs on there, and I'd never seen like tens of thousands of people before i'd never seen a football stadium before i, I don't well, i had lived in birmingham actually but you know i'm I, I mean, the inside of a football mm. stadium um and i'd never ever heard a noise that was just off the scale unbelievably loud mm. um and and that was the day that i fell in love and mm. here i am well when i say the pure violence i wasn't referring to our marvelous fans <laughs> i can assure you i was referring to our uh, Marvellous players. players. Yeah, they were. And uh, it was it was saying just before the show, it's very different. It's a very technical game nowadays. Um, but these guys used to play in mud with, mm. you know, with big boots and proper balls and, yeah. you know, referees that would just let you get on with it. 
Yeah. Yes, you could break a leg a little bit uh, better than you can now. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> it's not professionally breaking a <laughs> no. leg back then, was it? It was just no. breaking. You can it. hear a nice snap. Not so much these days. I wasn't expecting this, girls and boys. I'm <laughs> quite honest with you, but there you go. This is how the show's going to pan out, and I'm loving every minute of it already. <laughs> uh, yes. So in that uh, in that fateful game up at Newcastle, then the, the replay was at St Andrews. There'd been an issue with the floodlights or something, if I remember right. Can't remember. I can't remember yeah. that to be honest with you. Uh, is it uh, not in one of your books? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Just switch off a minute. And um, yes, but that was that was my very my very first yeah, game. Yeah, I remember a foul though. I think Paul Hendry. Oh, I mean, there's a blast from the past. Was it? It? And I think it was the first sort of two-legged feet yeah. went round somebody's neck. I yeah. think practically <laughs> he was so far off the ground, and it was just a. And it was strangely enough, it was on the guy that had broken Tony Month's. Uh, uh, strangely right. enough, that wasn't strange <laughs> enough, though, was it? It was uh, a coincidence. But my dad, my dad, my dad yeah. I remember my dad do, you know, telling me that he said you know, it might get a bit, you know, naughty. It part of the team talk. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like back in those days for you as players, like sitting in the dressing room and you could hear us outside? We were there like 20 minutes before the game, yeah. singing our heads Well, I'm, I must, I'm going to make a confession here now, um, and I'm, I'm not joking when I say this, but. Uh, I, I, I used to get so wound up before matches, uh, I really did, and uh, I sort of used to have this sort of, you know, achy pain in my stomach, and it was, you know, it was obviously nerves, you know, and I and I and I I, I had to see the um, the club doctor on several occasions because I, I got very, really worried about it. I I was so tensed up and wanting to do well and and you know win a match and you know put in a good performance mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. it sort of got to me a little bit in in a lot of my career and uh, I uh, I sort of um, you know when I look back now I think maybe I could have done a bit better w- without all this sort of stress sort of situation mm-hmm. you know so um, but I'm sorry to bring this into discussion. Oh, no, no, you, you weren't really asking me about that. But but I mean, once the match gets started, you know, some of, some of this stuff sort of yeah. drifts away from you, you know, and you you get if it's any you comfort sort of get, to you, if it's any comfort to you, there were forty thousand people in the crowd suffering exactly the same. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you have, did you ever have the pleasure of going down those t- uh, toilets at the Tilton Cock Corner? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard about oh, it. Oh my God! What an experience that was. Uh, I'll tell you. Mentioned the tilt. I mean, we we had to have some, uh, and this this gentleman you're probably listening in now because I actually saw him at the last home game mm-hmm. with his son. Um, but uh, he, uh, we had to get some uh, with our windows replaced there. Some week, a few months back now, perhaps. And uh, he sort of was in in our house, and he'd spotted some photographs up on our landing, oh. and uh, he uh, he said to me, he said, "Did you used to play football?" I said, "Yes, uh, I did." Yeah, he said, uh, "Right." He said, "What's your name?" I said, "I said, no, 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 surely not. No, anyway, get over that." But he's he's got a son, mm-hmm. and the son's name is Malcolm Pay. No, no, Tilton. Oh, oh yeah. brilliant, brilliant, brilliant! And I met what? him, and I met him at the last home game, and uh, I happened to have two spare tickets for some one of the players that couldn't come, and so him and his son were there. I got brilliant. introduced to Tilton, and I said, "I'm sorry they're not on the Tilton, but uh, you know, he, he he saw the match." That's really so nice. I hope, That's really nice. Uh, which uh, 
he perhaps didn't enjoy as much as he should have because it was a 2-0 mm. up at half time and 2-2 uh, uh, yeah, anybody, anybody anyway. else out there that uh, has named uh, a child or, or a pet after anything to do with Birmingham City? <laughs> yeah, well, this... Yeah, my cat is called Bo, B-E-A-U, right. Bo Brummy. Oh, right, OK. So it's not spelt B-O-W? No, B-E-A-U, Bo, Bo Brummy. Yeah. There's got to be some yeah. more out there, hasn't there? I sprayed, I spray painted a blue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and talking of painting, um, Sharon was presented with an amazing piece of art uh, over the weekend um, from Julie Cherry, who is uh, Auntie Linda's sister. And I want to thank Auntie Linda for coming over, and Little Jack as well, and staying overnight. And the breakfast the following morning, wow, that was just amazing. And then we took them around town just to show them town. That took about three and a half minutes. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they went their weary way back to, to Birmingham after a, a really, really top, enjoyable weekend. It was great to have good company and everything there. And uh, I was getting really worried because I didn't know whether Chris was going to turn up. And I'd got on on the table like a placard exclusively reserved for Chris Brown of the Talk and Talk Show and there was a bucket underneath his desk <laughs> thank you very much there it is there it is girls and boys <laughs> where's my camera they are I didn't bring the bucket though because uh, he made a mess in it <laughs> okay so at work today uh, at a young lady in uh, and as she sat there, she's she got a Birmingham accent. I said, oh, I said, where are you from, Bob? Mosley. Oh. Right. Oh, I said, which side of the city? She goes, like, down. I said, no, you're fool. I said, which side of the city? <laughs> and I pulled my sleeve up. She goes, oh, definitely not that one. I said, out, out, out. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm just asking if you can come and do a deep clean for us uh, tomorrow, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll bring me a bucket. <laughs> right, Blackburn. Oh, my God. Poor lip kiss. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one to forget. Um, you, you just got to hold your hands up sometimes and say they're better than what we were, you know, and they certainly were Blackburn. And I'm thinking to myself during the game and whatnot, you know, that's a prime example of where we want to be. And they've been to worse places than what we are, Blackburn, in recent years. But they've stuck by their manager for four years now. Mm -hmm. And look where they are and look how it's paying them off, you know. They've, he's been loyal to, the, you know, he's lost a lot of his best players as well with Armstrong and, and, and Harvey Elliott went back to Liverpool from last season. Mm -hmm. But he still managed to recruit well. Um, and the board's stuck behind him. Um, and he hasn't been sacked. And he's been there four years. And that's a prime example of what can happen when you stick behind your manager. You know, stick by your manager for a, a long time, and and it pays off. You know, mm -hmm. usually. And I think Mowbray, Mowbray's done a great job there. If you remember, they were relegated when we stayed up at uh, Bristol City. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, when Redknapp kept us up, um, Blackburn went down under Mowbray, and he brought them back up the next season. And they've sort of been steady in the in in the Championship, um, a bit like we are now, if you like. And then. This season, they've really, really kicked on. And, you know, they're obviously third in, at the moment in the league and looking like they could be pushing, you know, for a place in the top two if they carry on like this. So, and certainly if they carry on playing like that, they, they could be back in the Premier League. But, you know, I just wanted to say it's a prime example that if we do stick by Bowyer and give him time, because he's still learning as well. He's still a relatively young manager and still learning this league. Um, you know, who knows where we're going to be in a couple of years, you know, in two or three years' time from now. If we stick by Lee Bowyer, through thick and thin, 
Um, who knows? You know, that might be us one day in the, in the next few years. But we have to have that stability, though, Paul. We, we, you know, yeah, we've got you. to have that regular uh, stability. Um, and yeah. pe people, for me, calling Philippe Bowyer's name now already. Yeah. Um, no, I, don't I, I was just about to say that, Nick. Sorry. Um, there's a predictable outpouring of polls and votes and oh, Bowyer out and all the rest of it. It's just nonsense, I think. No, no, the manager's not the problem. Um, he's, in, in my opinion, he's done a good job, and you know, I've got no relegation concerns, which oh, makes no. a change. Um, and I just, you know, Blackburn's the prime example of what happens if you can stick by your manager, and there's no reason why in a few years' time from now, you know, two, two or three years from now, there's no reason why that can't be us in third in the championship if we stick by him. And we back him as well, obviously. Well, I, don't, I don't even think Mowbray, though, has spent that much, has he, at Blackburn? Not a great deal, I don't think, no. But we're halfway through the season, there or thereabouts, and, uh, you know, we've got 27 points at the moment, so, yeah. you know, um, uh, not not all doom and gloom on, on, on the playing side. Um, possibly I, a little bit questionable on the sorry, formation okay. for, for Saturday. What's, what's your gut instinct about Lee Bayer? Well, um, yeah, I think he's he's got a lot to learn yet, and uh, and I think if he gets the chance, he he seems to uh, make some sense when he talks. He switched on, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think mm. so. Um, Very honest. But uh, I, I, I'm going on a general basis now. To me, a lot of managers and coaches got caught up in these tactical mm. issues and things like that. Mm. I mean, I I I, I mean, I've been out in, out of the game a long time. I took uh, I took uh, coaching courses and coaching badges, football management courses after I finished playing football. Mm. So you're talking the early 1980s, mm. and um, my view then was, and that that was one of the reasons why I decided to come out of the game really and do something else, mm. because I, I, I seem to be, we always seem to be getting pointed to. Complicated, too complicated issues yeah, yeah, yeah. and things it was like that. Too back yeah, day, exactly. It? And it was four four two every week. I know you. I know you see a, a coach on the side with substance going on, and he's showing him a bloody computerized yeah, bloody, and, and you know it, it's all become a bit too much for me. I'm hoping that Lee will not complicate things too much. I was a bit concerned about his setup for uh, for the match. Uh, Three two five one or something. Then. Get, get, get back to basics. Um, but, and, he, and he switched players around to different. And I think you know you, you've got to have defenders. You've got to have good defenders that defend and uh, and people in other positions that do the job well in other positions as well, and not spread them around. Also, up. back in the day, they had you one to eleven, right? Yeah. You maintained that number if you played in that position. Yeah. Right. You would have unchanged sides going on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, mm, mm. and you'd have one substitute on the bench. Mm, yeah, mm. not six or seven technical changes. And oh no, my, it's no. just it's just all gone. It's all gone very Americanized for it's me, and I and, very I, basketball and I can't stand anything Americanized. Yeah, mm. uh, Alan, you got any questions uh, for Malcolm? Malcolm, uh, I have yes, but j just one thing I'd like to say about Saturday I was a bit disappointed in the managers announcing about Harley Dean mm. and obviously uh, the news about Riley McGree as much you know as much as my blood pleaded with him to stay i think i think that was a i mean it it depressed me uh, how do you play in a situation you've, you've got two blokes on the field but you're not going you know aren't going to be there in a fortnight's time mm -hmm. uh, and, and it all seemed a bit of a down. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that we don't play on Boxing Day because uh, Roberts is injured. So Dean will have to play. 
Now, what, what kind of, what kind mm. of? How's he going to play? Uh, how's he going? You know, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I hope he's a professional man, and he goes in there and I'll say, I'll show you. Uh, but equally, he could think, well, they're kicking me out the door next week. Why should I bother? Malcolm, what would your attitude have been if, if you'd known that information and then known that you're going to be out of the club in a week and a plagiar? <clears throat> well, I think uh, I think uh, Lee has obviously made a, a big mistake there in terms of, uh, of what he's been saying at, at this time anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think he should have been saying things like that. Do you, do you think um, Harley's been a, a, a thorn in his side at all? Uh, well, I don't know about a thorn in his side, but uh, I mean, obviously, he he doesn't think he he can play. This is where it becomes complicated again for me. Mm. You know, it, they, certain players get uh, uh, pinpointed out for for different mistakes and things like that that that, that they've done and stuff. Uh, he's obviously put uh, Roberts in, and uh, he thinks he's done a better job there. Um, and uh, but I think you know. From the point of view of the political side of it, really, if you like to put it that way, um, as we've just has just been said, I think um, I didn't see the point in him making a statement like that at all. Yeah. The, the, the big advantage you had back in, well, I'll call it our day, Malcolm. <coughs> I just, you know, back in yeah, our yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Is, is, <laughs> is that there was one BBC camera there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one commentator. Right. Yeah. No, you know, great big room full of this, that, and the others to disseminate the game at half time and, no, and one no, thing no, like that. No, no. And um, you got you got the replay, but that that was it. You didn't have forty different angles of it. Uh, no, and, just, and, and I just saw the that. goals. It's, it's, it's just yeah. it's, for me, it's genuinely killing. What was a working man's Saturday afternoon game? They were playing every day of the week apart from a Thursday. Mm. And it's just you can't. You, it was Saturday. You know, mm. we were up. Tis was a beyond straight down the cafe, buying to milk, breakfast, into the pub. Uh, um, yeah. I was only on arse because I think it was only 15. <laughs> 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 You're a late starter. Oh, but you know what? Then, then the train from Leamington Spa, Raw, sorry, Royal Leamington Spa, sorry, brother, oh, Royal Leamington Spa. Oh, did you know Big Mick from Royal Leamington Spa? He asked me to, uh, he asked me to <laughs> ask you yesterday. No. <laughs> just going back again to the, this issue with, uh, you know, I think. Uh, He's on a, allegedly on a, quite a quite a high salary. I understand, um, and uh, you know, bringing those things into it again, I I, I don't mm. think is uh, you know is fair. And things haven't gone right, obviously, between them and stuff. But um, I think certainly um, he, he he made a bit of a mistake in bringing this out. Now he never used to come it, out, did he? We it, didn't. We it, as fans, we knew. Nothing about mm. our football club. The internal workings of a football club mm. were, 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 were mm. top mm. secret. Mm. Nothing mm. ever got mm. out. Well, I think if if I think if managers and coaches think that they can, uh, you know, talk away and uh, they're way above the fans and things like that, then I think you know the game's finished. To be quite honest with you, mm. I think that the coaches and managers have got a bit, got a bit try and be on the same basis. Mm. And when they give interviews and things to the, to the press and stuff like that, mm. I think they 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 all right. 
I was going to say they sh they've, got, they've got to be honest, mm. but if if they if they feel they're going to be honest, but they think perhaps it might not be best if I do say it, I think they would be better doing that, mm. and that comes with a bit of experience, I think. With I was, just, the, I was just about to say, Malcolm. I think it could be a little bit of naivety with uh, with Boyer. Oh, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do. We got Boyer and and um, and. Uh, Gardner. I mean, the new, you know, the new. Hopefully, they'll learn and they'll, mm -hmm. and they'll get, you know. But um, and you know, the, the, I think they'll they, they give it. They should be given an opportunity, really, to. Uh, but uh, the, the the two of them still come from this. You know, we're talking now about this issue of complications mm. and you know playing players in different positions, mm. <clears throat> and a lot of it is because. They look at oppositions and they're trying to cater for oppositions when... You should be playing for yourself. They should be playing for yeah. yourself. Yeah, too, right. I mean, yeah. I mean you know, if, if you want to stop people scoring, why not have four great defenders across the back? Yeah, back to basics. Look, 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 look at our defence back in the 70s. They were brick walls. Mm. Yeah. They were brick walls and they were mm. double-skinned brick walls as well, mm. believe me. Mm. You know, and uh, they would stop yeah. anything. Yeah. But, I got caught... I, I mean, part of my bringing... Uh, Early days of Birmingham was part of this sort of sweeper hmm. thing, you know, where uh, we had sort of four players, may, maybe defending and marking players up, 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 up front, and uh, and somebody sweeping behind at the back. Player hmm. called Brian Sharples hmm. did that role, you know, and a fellow called Joe Mallet, if you remember him, uh, or he might remember the name, hmm. he was between sort of uh, Stan Collis starting and, uh, and Gil Merrick sort of leaving he he came in and he he was a good coach mm. yeah, good man manager uh, and he introduced that and um, you know and, and 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 a lot of teams carried on introducing it but then it's gone further and further down there you, you mm. and to be honest with you I listen to these pundits and people on the television well, they may as well be speaking Japanese. For yeah, a absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't forget, ladies and gents, uh, this week we'll all be having the Christmas tree formations. Yeah? It's Christmas, Chris. It is Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, well, everybody. let's hope we don't complicate the formations too much. Absolutely. <laughs> Malcolm, absolutely. You, you, you are the archetypal expert on changing positions. You've played in more positions <laughs> than, than that. You're exactly so, I right. mean, you, you're, you, you're a the prime man to talk about that because I mean you're, you're, uh, you're going to accuse me of being the problem <laughs> no 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 no, not no, no, no don't offend the guest Alan <laughs> when, when, when we got a problem you, they stuck you in it <laughs> but we haven't got a centre half so Malcolm Page goes in there fullback's injured Malcolm Page goes in there midfield Malcolm Page goes in yeah, I think you, yeah. you wore the number nine shirt once yeah. didn't you well I think I I did <laughs> Yes, you're quite. You know what? I thought about that today, actually, and I, I remember playing up. Was it Sunderland? I think against one of the tall. What was his name? Now he was must have been one of the tallest centre halves, <laughs> and they play me five foot shite. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's quite incredible, really. Uh, no, you didn't like it. No, well, I mean, it wasn't me really. I, no. But uh, what I must say is, I almost scored a goal. In fact, I did score a goal because um, Jim Montgomery was in oh, goal yeah, at yeah, the time against Jim. us. Yeah, and uh, and there was a cross came over, and I went up and with Jim and sort of the, well, I couldn't get his eyes in, but I sort of you know hit him a bit, and 
he dropped the ball and I, I don't know who it was scored, but uh, I put that down to me. Well done. There you go. Ah. Um, but yeah, yeah, quite right about playing all these positions. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and I eventually. It's not the positions myself. that bother me. It's the formations. Yes, exactly. You yes, know, yes. Christmas tree formations, triangular yeah. 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 Go, Get a grip. Four four yeah. two. Get some blood and thunder back in it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I can't see um, if Harley does sort of move on, or even if he's still around and Roberts isn't available for the next game. I think he'll put friend <coughs> uh, Pedersen and. Yeah. and Anderson as a three, and then put Bella left wing back, wouldn't he? Um, yeah, possibly. Yeah, so I don't think Dean will start the next game, even if Roberts is out. No, I don't think uh, he will. He'll be lucky to get on the bench for it, Kevin. But uh, sometimes I think they they spend they spend hours and hours sometimes now watching uh, opponents, don't yeah, they, yeah, yeah. on yeah. videos and more, uh, stuff more time like than that. they do training. And uh, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, you know they design a, a, a formation. I may be wrong, but uh, you know, to, uh, which to me isn't. But there's absolutely right, nothing to say. There's, there's nothing positive about it. Is that's it? coming to Birmingham City. We'll play like that when there are hours. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. exactly. So, so yeah. no, I don't, I don't get it. It should be uh, the formation should be the traditional one for me. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, we're a bit, we, uh, we're from the same age. No, you're you're younger than me. <laughs> no, he's a lot older. Well, yeah. If Dean, if, if oh, Dean does leave us in January, then I wish him all the best. You know, I think over the four sure. years he's been. Um, you know he's had he's had he's had, he has had some good games, hasn't he? Um, I think overall. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, the worrying thing is, it's, it looks to me a financial thing again, pretty much as well, because mm. he, he's on a he's on a good salary, I understand, and so that's probably yeah. an issue. Mm. I mean, I've said yeah. it said it before, but where where we sit, me and my friend Jane, the amount of abuse he's been getting the last few weeks, you know, whether you're, you're his biggest fan or not, he's wearing a blue shirt, and some of the. The stupid abuse has been getting really tough. Well, we've all had that at, uh, at times. So, yeah, I remember going out of the tunnel one. I don't know one match. I was went out the tunnel, we, uh, and I was behind Gordon Taylor, I think, as we were running out the tunnel. Oh, you could see over him then. <laughs> Definitely. <yeah. laughs> and uh, and so, there was somebody right next to him saying, "Well, well Taylor, why don't you? Well, you know." And, uh, and I sort of started, I tapped Gordon on the shoulder and said, ah, and they said, and take fucking page with you. <laughs> <laughs> was it you, was it, Alan? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Again, I knew, I, knew, I knew Gordon Taylor as well from, from the Red House. Oh, yes, of course you would, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be he's, he's, he'll be on, on his way down shortly to one of our matches, actually, because I was speaking to him last week and... Uh, is uh, is quite keen to come down. I ask, mean, we, ask, we him, to... ask him to come and make an appearance on the Monday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Craig yeah. Courtney, what a job yeah. for you. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's he said he's quite willing. We, I mean, we pay, we pay a small fee to a former player to come and just right, okay. do some corporate stuff at a game. And um, Gordon very kindly said, uh, I'll give my fee to charity. That's all right. That's, yeah. We we do an amazing amount of work here for charity. Uh, um, just to let everybody know that I have handed Chris on Saturday night the 1,200 and something, was it, Chris? Did you? That <laughs> 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 I, I had from a safe in the PTSD <laughs> charity. And thanks again to Craig Courtney for um, arranging yet another £500 from his work uh, to go into the fund as well. Uh, yeah. All in all, and when we think back, uh, you know, the last two years, we've been so restricted on what we could, well, certainly what we haven't been able to do so far yet. Uh, the response has been absolutely incredible. 
Absolutely incredible. Thank Brilliant. you, each and every single one of you. Uh, I've also been asked to share, while we're on that subject, uh, can you share things about the raffle? 50 pence each, £2 a strip. Let's get it over the £200 mark. That's for the breakfast. Breakfast. Can I ask Malcolm a question, if you don't mind? Yeah. Uh, oh, of course you can. That's what you're here for. That's why you don't get. That's why you don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Malcolm, best Chris. player you played with, best player you played with for Blues, and the best player you've seen play for Blues since you've retired or since you sort of stopped playing for us. Just before you do that, tenors with the tickets, please. All right. Um, there is. <clears throat> well, best player. I. I um, <laughs> it should be very easy. I mean, I can say Trevor Francis. He was probably the best player. He he, he, he made the. You know, it made such a big difference. But, you know, there were lots of other players, really, that, um, you know, I looked at closely. And uh, hence, I've, I've got a 11 players here that I would put in, a t you know, as my, my team, mm -hmm. if you like. Yeah. And, um, you know, because, um, you know, I think attitude and uh, how players... Uh, react to things are as important as somebody that can dribble a ball 20 yards and score a goal, you know, out of the blue. I think attitude and people you can rely on. And if there's one thing I learned uh, about football was that when we had this successful team during the uh, the 70s, um, we, uh, we got to know one another. We got to know how each player played. We got to appreciate what they did. Mm -hmm and uh, and recognised what they couldn't do. And so, you know, we then formed... That brought us together, really, as a team. team. So yeah, I, yeah. I knew that, you know, so-and-so wouldn't be wanting to do... To, um, OK, Bob Latchford, he wouldn't want to be running all over the bloody place. Somebody else would have to do that for him. But he'd be there and knocking a ball in the back of the net. That, that was his job. That's, that's, that, that was the, the, the importance he was to the team. And, I, and that, that was the great thing I learned then from that era, really, was that, uh, you know, getting players to appreciate one another yeah, yeah. within themselves, you know, not necessarily coming from coaches or managers or whatever, but just, you know, reacting together and, and playing as a team. Mm. And since you stopped playing for us, who would you say is the best player you've seen play for us in that period of time? Oh, God. Um, well, I, I can't make the excuse that I haven't been watching them play since I finished playing because I go to <laughs> pretty much to every every game. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, do Gary, Christoph, yeah. do Gary. Well, he played what twenty odd games, didn't he? Oh. Now, uh, you know, I look a little bit longer than that. I mean, I know he made a huge impact mm. and uh, things, and people do make huge impacts, don't mm. they? Mm. I mean. People Steve like Bruce that. certainly did, didn't he, when he came? Yeah. Stephen Carr? Yeah. Stephen yeah. Carr? Great yeah. Place. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, chat away, lads, and I'll, I'll probably, uh, yeah. it'll probably come back, come back yeah, to me. I tell you, the type of player I like is, is, is a busy midfield player, good balance, uh, you know, can dictate play and, you know... Mm. Uh, I hate to say Robbie Savage in many ways, but he was he was he was influential. There's no doubt about it, and uh, he knows it more than anybody else. He keeps telling me. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, people like that, Archie Gamble, those type of players, yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah, uh, can dictate, uh, you know, yeah. make a difference. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Like that. yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Barry Folkson. 
We've got any live questions? Chris? Yeah, Barry Ferguson, yeah. yeah. I can't see the chat box, Chris. Any chance you could put it on here? Somebody asked, um, I, can't, I can't find the comment now, but I remember the question, and somebody asked a good question earlier about um, who was the best captain that you ever played under at Blues during the time you was there? Um... I think it was me actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was captain for a brief. I was captain. Correct answer. <laughs> I, was ca I was captain for a brief time. Would you believe? Um, and it was just before uh, Jim Smith signed Archie Gemmell, and okay. it was plainly uh, um, Archie Gemmell was going to be coming in as captain. And uh, so the first game we played, I think. Uh, we, we 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 used to share rooms then when we used to go to away matches and mm. share a room. Share so rooms. who did Jim Smith put me in with? But Archie Gemmell, and uh, it was a bit awkward really because uh, Archie was plainly he hadn't been announced as manager but uh, as captain, but he was plainly going to be. But so it was a bit awkward really. We, we um, you know we uh, I turned my back on him in the double bed. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was on the left or the right? <laughs> he was left footed, wasn't he? Oh dear, 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 dear. Yeah. Uh, Steve Walton, sorry we didn't make your party Saturday, Nick. Uh, I understand and I get the reasons why a lot of people, as I say, didn't come with what's going on out there at the moment. And uh, and it is always difficult at this time of the year. Uh, I know that. And uh, no, it's uh, a good night. It, it, just a few drinks with friends and family. Um, my lad come up from Paul in Dorset. Mick came, Big Mick, sorry, from Royal Edmonton Spa. <laughs> Big Mick. Big Mick from Royal Edmonton Spa. <laughs> he was joking. I do know Big Mick, but I know that's the same Big Mick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, like I said earlier, I bet you all come to my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, great comment from Kavanagh. Fond memories of Malcolm Page, a gent on the pitch. Um, but put in a shift. Uh, sorry, yeah, a gent, a gent on the pitch. On the pitch, but put in a shift each match. My yeah. first season watching Blues, age seven in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, thank you very much. I, 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 yeah. Nice comment by Adam Walsh as well. NHS should be on Dean's wages. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no wonder you like that, Mark. Yeah, I work in the NHS, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ma Malcolm, can I can I remind you of a match? We're talk we're talking about tactics and people playing in different positions, and obviously. The semi-final in 68, Stan Collis pulled what he hoped would be a masterstroke and he had uh, you who'd been sort of a reputation as a defender plus Colin Green in midfield and he left Johnny Vincent, who was a midfield player, on the bench. Uh, what? And he, to be fair, it almost worked. I mean, we should have won that game. I mean... The chances we missed, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and John Osborne had a miracle game. What, what's what's your memory of that? I mean, you you, you were involved because you were part of this tactical. Uh, you know, um, we're going to. I, I, well, I We got the impression it was trying to um, stop Bobby Hope. Basically, um, was was that your recollection? Uh, yeah. Well, I think it was to stop Bomber Brown, really, as well, wasn't it? Bomber to, Brown, yeah. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to say really about that. It's you could you could bring up the same issue in the when we played Fulham as well. I think there was issues about uh, I so supposedly had a bit of a run around uh, and Jimmy Calderwood I think was left out and you know? I think Freddie Goodwin brought me in because he thought he I was a better defender overall, you know. But um, yeah, um, 
yeah I, I think uh, I think that's right um, uh, but you know it's it, uh, again you know I'll go down the same route as I've said before um, and you know I shouldn't be in many ways because it helped me you know in being as you've said being able to play in different positions and things like that I could give my best in lots of positions which was very helpful to a manager or a coach mm. um, but you know obviously sometimes it didn't pay off and uh, I, I think uh, you're quite right to mention that actually I think because uh, that, that could have been one of the reasons why we didn't although, although we had Freddie Pickering uh, had a great game I, I think didn't he and uh, it, it, we could have scored more goals, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's not really answered your question. I think, has it? But uh, I think, I think, I think you're right, and probably a manager's mistake again. Yeah. Uh, Ray Ray's also said sorry we couldn't make it. Nick, totally understand, Ray, and uh, and sincerest condolences from us uh, here at the Tilton and Talk team. And uh, Linda Ensor has also written sincerest condolences to Ray and Christina and family who uh, lost a parent over the last few days. Our thoughts sorry, are with you guys. Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, very sorry. Uh, who was a Stoke fan and did he eat any of the cake? The cake hasn't been cut. I wouldn't give that to a Stoke fan. Good God. They have chips. That's all they're getting. <laughs> no, okay, so and that's, that was Sharon's, uh, Sharon's eldest son, by the way, that uh, I, 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 managed to, I managed to catch him staring and admiring a Birmingham City cake. Good. Good lad. Good lad. Great question for Michael Woods. What was Malcolm's favourite away grounds player? Um, well, I think, strangely enough, in the 70s, uh, 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 <laughs> it was um, surprisingly... Don't, don't, of, don't say the words. Don't say it, Malcolm. Don't say the words. OK. We know where you're coming from, pal. <laughs> Middlesbrough. <laughs> no, what, 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 what made that ground be your favourite? Would it be the atmosphere, obviously? Middlesbrough, the no. It, it oh, was, it the, was Middlesbrough. the playing surface. And, right, OK. And, and we were told at the time that the, the reason was because the ground staff fed it with sort of fishy materials that they right. picked up from the local of some sort. But it was always a... Beautiful surface, far better than any of the any of the, you know any of these big teams and things like that. And it was a lovely surface to play on. So, so and, and you know you, we had that one opportunity <laughs> once a year. Sometimes it was sometimes mm. a, a, a mud pit well, before you got on it. Back in back in them days, what was the banter like in the dressing room and any good pranks or any funny stories you can tell us? Um, Am I allowed to? I'm not allowed to swear. Am I? Preferably not. We don't no, smoke. No. Watching. Uh, in that case, no. There's no story. <laughs> I'll, um, <laughs> I'm going to buy him a, a, a bleep box after the new year, so, so that. Uh... Uh, oh gosh, funny stories. Funny stories. Yeah. Um, let me just check in my uh, book. Himself. Can oh, I, you don't mind me? Uh, not at yeah, all. I've jotted a few down. No, no, just, no. just to save uh, me. Craig Courtney, uh, make sure you put me five tickets in, please, as I'm just. Okay. Mrs. Brown, ten quid. Could you pass that through the window for us, Malcolm? You're very kind, mate. Thank you. Marvellous. So, just talk about yourselves, lads, for a minute. Yeah. Okay, Fulham up next, then, guys. Paul, what's your thoughts on Fulham? Fulham away. Yeah. They're flying at the minute, aren't they? The one down, the one down at home to Sheffield United, as we speak. Um, but I'm going to go two 0 for them. Yeah, I'll go three 0 I'm going to say a shock draw. One one. 
don't know why. Whether it's never, Christmas, never, Christmas. Never back us to lose. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard, yeah. You've got to be realistic, ain't you? Yeah. Oh, well, then we'll win two one. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I'm hoping for a postponement. But don't, don't forget, they beat Blackburn seven nil. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Is Sanderson going back in January as well? Well, apparently he's, no, he's got. No. Has he got the African Nations? He's got a cover that Wolves are losing a load of centre backs for the African Nations. Is that right? That's apparently. That's what. They're all, they're all Portuguese, aren't they, Mark? Wolves players. That's near Africa. Have they got. Are losing that ball, are they? Is he going? I think, yeah, he's one who's going. Is he one? Yeah. Okay. Alan, Alan, what's your predictions for the, uh, for the um, Fulham game? Uh. A defeat. Mm. That's all you're going to write. <laughs> defeat. I, I, I dread to think. Chris Brown. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really am. Chris. Have you got a microphone? I have got a microphone. Can you not hear me? No, no. Can you hear me now? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yet, no. I can't. Uh, I can't see a win either. So I'm going for a, uh, oh, a stonking. Probably three nil mm. loss. We haven't done too bad there, though, have we, in recent years? I mean... It's only a few years ago. We were 5-2, didn't we? Yeah, and we've lost every game since. <laughs> Merry, Merry <laughs> Christmas, Alan. <laughs> yeah, we've lost every game since. It, it'd be typical of Blues to turn it round and just, you know, beat them, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, well, time will tell. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, you got it, Malcolm? Well, I've got one here. Here we yeah, go. Uh, yeah, the day I remember well, the day Jim Smith arrived at mm -hmm. the club, he was introduced uh, to all the players in the dressing room, <clears throat> and uh, I think it was Keith Coombs, I think, uh, came into the dressing room, made a bit of a speech. We all sort of fell asleep almost, <laughs> uh, and then he eventually he, he introduced Jim Smith, and uh, Jim's the first words Jim ever uttered uh, to the players was, uh, well. Uh, and 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 then uh, uh, Coombs walked out and left Jim to talk to us. And uh, basically, Jim said, uh, "Right, now he's out of the effing place. We're, we're going to get on and do the job, as it were." Anyway, we had a we had a, that afternoon. We had all the players were back, and we we uh, we had a practice match on St Andrews, first team against the sort of reserves, as it were. And I'd been left out of the... Sir Alf had, uh, had left me out in the last match right, that he yeah, had. Yeah. And, he, and it was the only time I've ever been substituted. And uh, he took me off in that match. And so I, I didn't finish the game, that last game. And uh, so Jim saw, watched the first half of the game and I was playing in the reserves. And at halftime, the only thing he did was to put me back in the first team. And we played the second half. And I was, I was remembered that as, you know, being very proud of that, you know, that was his first decision at yeah. the club, you know, uh -huh. and so. And uh, anyhow, anyway, some years later, I met him at a, at a funeral, I think it was, and uh, we, were ch we were chatting away. I said, Jim, I said, do you remember when you first arrived at the club? I said, the first decision you ever made, can you remember what it was? And he said, well, no, not really. He said, I can't really remember. Uh, and I said, well, it was, you put on a practice match. I said, the first des decision you ever made was to put me back into the first team. And he said, oh, that was the first bloody mistake I made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I, I can only imagine that dressing rooms are so much more different nowadays than... Uh, than well, I don't know, I don't know. Well, yeah, but... 
Well, yes. I mean, there's more of a mix of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. different Coaches. colours and Coaches. people now playing in the game. Yeah, it must be, yeah, difficult, yeah. Di- different. Different dynamics. Different, yeah. completely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I look at, I look at our... And it's, 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 I don't know whether it's a good thing or, or a bad thing, but I look at our programme now and we, we've got this team from 50 years ago. Yeah. White, 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 mm-hmm. white, white. Mm-hmm. And now hasn't time changed for the better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these players are superbly gifted and if they're superbly gifted, put them in the first team. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. but on the same hand... It doesn't have to be a complaint because there's not enough black managers or anything. If you're good enough for it, do the job. Exactly. Do the job. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I've had yep. a black surgeon operate on my body. I was really yep. happy. Yep. Yep. And he, you know, he did a good job. Yep. Well, it wasn't nothing to do with my face, though, <laughs> <so>, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a question from, uh, from Craig here. He says, um, how does Malcolm feel a team he played in could fare against today's team? That's a hard one. <laughs> I, I think it's an easy one. No, it isn't actually. It's quite, uh, quite simple. I think it'd be a draw. Really? <laughs> Eleven <laughs> players in hospital for them. <laughs> no, no, be a draw. Be a draw. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think it would be a draw. Would be a fair result, mind you. All our players would be in the seventies and eighties mm. <laughs> age group. <laughs> but it'd still be a draw. It'd still be a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear, dear. Oh, blimey. Were you, were you ever one for keeping sort of memorabilia from your playing days, Malcolm? Did you um, keep any shirts or programmes? Or? I've got one shirt left. I've given a lot to charity, to be honest mm. with you, and uh, stuff. Um, I used to swap a few shirts, so I had a, had a few uh, proper players' shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted mine. Uh, so, yeah, and... Uh, but, yeah, I've got, I've got a... a Tilton's father spotted on the landing. Uh-huh. We've got a, a framed thing where I've got my first schoolboy cap, under twenty three cap, and first uh, internet, you know, full cap. Excellent. So that's all in a nice cabinet on mm-hmm. the on the landing. Nice. Very nice. So that's that must uh, have been a very uh, very proud moment to uh, play for your country. Mm. Oh, indeed, yes, and uh, you know, there's a lot of hollow blue. With Wales, you know, and singing and all that sort of stuff. You know, who, who's, your, who's your international debut against? Uh, Finland away. Well, oh, okay. What's the score? One nil to Wales. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was uh, nice, and it was a good guy managing the team um, mm. called Mike Smith. Uh, yeah. Passed on now and mm. stuff, but. Um, he was a good manager, you know, a good mm. international manager, um, like the England manager is now, I think. Mm. He's, um, and it's not easy when you get players coming in, you've only got certain days to mm. to sort things out and get things right for, yeah. before matches and stuff. It's not an easy way to, to have no. to manage. So, right. Do you think we should bring back the home internationals? Well... Um, I used to enjoy those, yes, I, I must yeah. admit. Yeah, but uh, I, I think I think I went, uh, you, I went to a few. You might, get, you might get a bit tired of them now. <laughs> well, there's so many internationals now. I mean, I got 28 caps in. It took about 10 years to. Mm. But now, in 10 years, yeah. you could get about 50 caps yeah. now. I think. Mm-hmm. You didn't have didn't have San Marino and all that lot now. Mm. You know. Well, yeah, they just give them away, don't they? Really. It's, yeah. Don't be told. Do you think? Yeah, but do you think you should only get a cap if you play a full international? 
game with a purpose, not a friendly. Well, we were actually Wales, I think Wales and Northern Ireland, when I was playing in the 70s anyway, um, international-wise, um, we only used to get one cap per season. Oh, right, OK. But Eng England and Scotland, I think, had a, a cap every every match. So when when I say I got 28 caps, I haven't got 28 caps mm -hmm. because I only had about, I don't know, six or seven, eight caps maybe perhaps in total mm. because there was only one a season. One Couldn't afford them back then, could they? No. I'll give it another attaway, that's a fiver. <laughs> mm. Malcolm, what was the highlight of your Welsh career? Uh, well, I think uh, nearly getting into the European Championships in, I don't know what year it was now, 76? Yeah, 76. Mm. We had a playoff sort of situation with Yugoslavia at Cardiff and uh, there was a, a dubious penalty given. I knew it wasn't a penalty because I was involved with, with, the, with the, the tackle. But, and then afterwards there was, a, there was an issue in relation to... There was an East German referee who was accused then of having taken bribes and stuff. Mm. But it was never, never proven or... The result wasn't changed in any way, but uh, that was sort of. Uh, but every time, as you know, you can well imagine a Welshman standing for the for the Welsh national anthem mm. before a game. You know, that's you know that meant a lot. Yeah. Okay. Question from Stephen Gillis. Malcolm, what the best piece of advice you ever got was? Well, I think I know there's the best advice, but it was the the, the earliest bit of advice I ever got. And I think it was on the day I made my debut at Everton, mm -hmm. 1965. And uh, we we got a draw 1-1. One, one. fellow called Ron, Ronnie Fenton, who was playing for us up front, uh, he scored the, the equaliser. Mm. Um, and we went, we after the match, we were all in... We used to have a, a big bath in those days everybody's sort of in, in a big bath sitting together and all this sort of. yeah. um, and uh, I remember Stan Lynn saying because it, it was just after the, 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 the Sunday people I think had started giving marks out of 10 for right, players, for, for yeah. players. <clears throat> and uh, I sort of was quite excited about the fact that we I did alright and we got a draw away at Everton I thought bloody hell this and I, and I said to Stan, I said, God, I, said, I can't wait to see how many how many points I get in the Sunday People tomorrow. And he said, uh, and he said, no, not interested in that sort of thing at all. He said, and you shouldn't be either. Hmm. He said, just make sure that the lads that you're playing with respect you and happy with you, and the same with the manager and the and the coach. You, that's that's the people you've got to make hmm. sure that uh, you're, you're happy with. Did you have a look at them? What? The points. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> Quality. The best advice I got, and I didn't take but I, it. But I can't remember what they were. <laughs> or I'm not telling you. Uh, dear, is Gareth Bale the best Welshman? Well, Adam Walsh. Well, there's no doubt he's he's influential, isn't he? Oh, yeah, very much so. I, I rather look at him and think. But there again, you see, I, I mentioned Bob Latchford earlier oh, on. Yeah. You know. And and I'm sure if I was playing in the same team as Bale, I would appreciate what he does to the team. Uh, uh, looking from afar, he appears to me a little bit lazy at times. Mm. And, um, you know, 
He's not going a bit. I feel as if he should have perhaps done a bit more, you know. But um, he's, I mean, he's got bags of talent, doesn't he? Have you met him, Malcolm? No. No. Do you go to many of the Welsh internationals? (laughs) That's another. I found out about uh, five years ago, I suppose. No, was it five years ago? Maybe five. No, maybe five, seven years ago. Somebody asked me, Have you, do you go and watch any of the Welsh games? I, no, no, not really, no. And uh, he said, uh, why not? I said, well, I don't know. I said, I, you know, I, I, just buying tickets and all this sort of thing. They went. He said, did you not know that once you play for your country that you were able and liable to get two free tickets oh. for any Welsh game? So you missed a lot. the future. <laughs> well, nobody, nobody ever told me. <laughs> now, a question from Ray Hombro uh, for Malcolm. What make of boots did you wear back then? Uh, well, uh, we used to... Um, the, the, the club used to give us a chit to go to uh, a shop in Birmingham. Mm. And I know the man that used to own the shop, I think, had Villa Connections. Uh, mm. Said the word. Uh, sorry. But uh, anyway, so we Harry used to go Bell, and get it. Larry, and, yeah. and invariably, um, you'd go in and then you got Adidas boots. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Adidas boots it was. Mm. But <clears throat> when... Uh, when I, when I started playing for Wales, the uh, Wales had a contract with a company called Gola. Right, yeah, I remember them. Gola. And, uh, yeah, and so um, I thought, well, well what's going to happen now? I'm, 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 my boots are Adidas boots, and mm-hmm. I, I, I can't... When I go to the Welsh team two or three days before, and they're going to give me these Gola boots, Gola. and I, I played in them or whatever. Oh, that, that was all right. There used to be a man from Goli who used to arrive before the match with yellow paint. And he used to just put these over Adidas boots. And then we used to go out and play. Whose boots did you have to clean? Oh, well, well, I don't know. Everybody's, I suppose, that was there at the time. I I would imagine. You weren't like dedicated one player and you've got to keep his boots. No. 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 But. that's another practice it, it, that uh, doesn't uh, nowadays. No, it doesn't. You no. get social services involved, wouldn't they? The other, to clean somebody else's shoes nowadays. The other, th- other thing I remember was, uh, well, I, 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 apparently I, I've, only play, I've, I've only played at Birmingham for 17 years, which isn't true. I've actually played for Birmingham for 19 years because they don't seem to count your apprenticeship. Right. Your apprentice professional. You left, left home at 15. Mm. Uh, came to the club uh, in West Indies at, uh, in Sheldon, Sheldon. Uh, Braze Road, B91, uh, B, B91, B28. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, and um, what we were talking about now... Just Gola boots. Go, no, no, after that we were talking about... Um, uh, what was it we were talking about? me to remember. Oh, <laughs> We've got no chance, remember. pal. What boots you wore back then? Yeah. Boots. Boots, no. The Mangola painting the boots. Oh no, we were talking about the uh, in the boot boot room, weren't the boot we? Room. In the boot room, yeah. 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 yeah, we used to have quite a few battles in the boot room, really. And I've seen fists flying in the boot room, 
even as well. Right. People, really? you know, got to well, I want to uptight, clean his boots. Uptight, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> question, yeah. Question coming from Lee Malin. We nearly crashed into Trevor Francis during his white, uh, driving his white Jaguar XJS, who had just been to visit Malcolm at his home in Alton when I was little. We were on our way to drop my sister off at a friend's house, and we lived in the house on the end, a couple away from Malcolm's house. Ironic that I now live in the Viola's uh, record appearance holder. That I now live in the violence record. I don't get that bit. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Aitken's old, old Charlie Aitken's old house around the corner. Now uh, had to have the place exercised. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, I I lived in Braze Road. Did you? I did. Yes, the, the other side of the island, down the hill. The oh, down the, the hill. Island. I was number forty-two. Your, your house, uh, Gil Merrick lived in it. Stanley <laughs> lived in it, and then you turned up. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's I a good bit of information. I, I, yeah, well, it's, I know they lived close close to it, but I think uh, well, there, I arrived there. There was a, a a lad at the club called Billy Atkinson. He never ever made a first team get, uh, appearance or anything like that. Uh, we lived at number forty two, and I was there for twelve years in digs there with uh, Mr. And Mrs. Herbert and Don't Touch the Dog Bryn. Oh really? Uh, really? really? Vicious, vicious dog. And I used to eventually because if we were watching television in the evenings, and he'd come and he'd just sit by your foot, and if you moved your foot, he'd have it. He'd have it in his mouth. So I eventually ended up having to bring football boots yeah, because they're more firmer and harder boots those in those days. So I used to bring some of those back and put them on my foot so that when he had to go at him, he... <laughs> uh, Stephen Oakley wants to know, did Kenny Burns share the proceeds with the team when he won and sold the TR7 against Leicester? No. No. No, no he, he did, yes, because um, the, the car was sold and uh, it was split. Right. Yeah. Shall we, um, it's, shall we it's, the it's the only de- it's the only decent thing he ever did with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh he did he did show me his uh, his international caps one night and his all his Birmingham City stuff. Like he, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's, he's some character, I'll tell I, you, Kenny. I was uh, with him a few weeks ago to be fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's some character. Oh, we have a we have a big chat about money issues and things when he wants to come along to get some money but check? What's a check? Well oh, bloody check. <laughs> 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 Allegedly. Uh, Paul, should we get on to the who? Do you want to explain to Malcolm? Yes. What do you want to do first? I can't hear you very well, Chris. Sorry. Sorry. Do you, sorry, do you want to explain to about Malcolm uh, about the who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that first? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so what what we do now, Malcolm, is we play a, a clip of a, a player from back in your time uh, speaking for fifteen seconds. We want to see if you can guess who it is, and if you think you know who it is, tell us his. The first letter of his surname, and we'll see if our viewers can, any of our viewers can get it. So this is a Birmingham City player, to clarify. Mm. I'll definitely know who it is, but whether I'll remember his name or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's a former player that played with you, um, and um, he's going to be speaking for 15 seconds, and we want to see if you can get who it is. Here we go. Especially here at home, in front of 77,000 people, it's, it's a disappointment to lose. But I think, the, I think most people would see that it was a decent performance from the players, uh, fully committed. Um, and you know a disciplined uh, performance. Irish, by the sound of it. No, he's definitely Welsh. <laughs> 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 definitely Welsh. Don Givens. Yeah. Correct. Bang on. Don Givens. Right. Yeah. 
Well done. Uh, the, uh, um, the Christmas card from Don this morning. Very, very, very few people get those. I don't think anybody's got those No. I thought he was Irish. Yeah. He's Irish. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's a Dublin yeah. man. Dublin yeah. man. Okay, so the FA have confirmed that FA Cup replays have been removed in both the third and fourth rounds of this season's competition due to COVID. Uh, sensible decision, in my opinion. Really, we should, I don't think we should do replays. Um, well, not with the ticky-tucky footballers nowadays, you know what I mean? They might get hurt. You know, pull a muscle or something. Mm. <laughs> they haven't got enough, big enough squad. Yeah. I will play the stewards. <laughs> yeah. Can we scroll, Chris, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, Malcolm, do you want to go through your team as well, please? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You got a manager and captain as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got uh, a fellow called Mike Kelly in goal. Now you might think they're a little surprised because there's been some great goalkeepers since. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of goalkeepers, but again, I go just back to that to the things that he. He, he gave really which uh, was uh, marvellous in terms of helping other players out giving them advice giving them help um, hence the fact that he, he went on to become a coach mm. he got involved with the England uh, team and uh, he's still now uh, even uh, scouting for Rangers I think uh, in Scotland but he, he, he was so into helping players you know that he mm. he was so helpful in, in advice and stuff and it's important as a goalkeeper and I thought uh, you know he was he would be the, the goalkeeper then I got a back four of uh, Dave Langan Roger Hind Kenny Burns and Tony Want solid who I think uh, were all good de good defenders Dave Langan was good at going forward as well but I'd have Colin Todd just sort of playing in front of them really because uh -huh. he, he was such a a, a terrific player and he was good at uh, you know reading the game and things like that mm. so he'd be he'd sort of play in front of them on either side of him Howard Kendall and Alan Campbell mm. and then uh, I got uh, Bob Latchford Jeff Vowden and Trevor Francis up front but Trevor Trevor play where he thinks he would be either left or right, oh, he, oh, he would he would fiddle around a little bit. Oh. So you could say I'm eating my words a little bit from early, but uh, that's as far as I would have ever gone on terms of. But you're back for strong with Todd. Technical, uh, yeah, more, you know, more technical. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Was it was it a, captain? Sorry, captain uh, Howard Kendall, manager, yeah. manager Freddie Goodwin. Freddie Goodwin. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Was I've, it... heard, I've heard all of them players that you said, and I've heard a lot about each one of them. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that anyone that was around in that era, obviously, Alan, great. great. Yeah, got a, yeah. You're the Red House man, aren't you? Yeah. I'm the Red House man, You're yeah. The Red House man. I'm, 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 Alan, I'm Cam Alan, Alan Campbell, to me, was one of the great players that played for this club, for me. Mm. He was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he enjoyed himself, but my God, he bloody worked. In training, and you know, got a great attitude. Mm. And he, he, you know, he was uh, every time. Every time I see old sort of films of things of, of us team playing, he's always involved. Was it, was it a tough decision that team? Any any players you have to nominate? Well, it, it, was it tough? I tell you, yeah, it was yeah. impossibly tough because I could I could name 
five, six, seven other teams really out of all the players that I've played mm. with. Yeah, mm. yeah. That uh, you know you could 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 have picked. Yeah. Quite honestly, mm. yeah. Mm. And myself would have come in about the twenty first. Bob Hatton's the one in my mind. I've yeah, well, Bob, Bob. Yeah, well, you see, Bob Hatton. You'll see here. You can't see, can you? But I've, I've written it down here. I crossed out Bob Hatton and put Jeff Outen in. I don't know why at the last minute, but that's what I did, <laughs> and it's there. Je Jeff Fowden was a, a very much a hung, so hung song, a song. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, a hung he song got a hero. Lot of goals and he got a lot of important goals. <laughs> I'm he was sure say something else. Hung song hero. Hong Song Hero. That's yeah, going to be the new, he, he, new phrase for he, he, 2022. He's got a, we, he's, we're going to have a Hong Song Hero. He's got a lot of goals. <laughs> got a lot, lot of goals. <laughs> Did you play uh, in the uh, in the Blues um, game when they had the tilt and and they had all them pink and blue balloons and was patting them all on the pitch when you were yeah. there? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh my yeah. God. Yes. Do oh, we humiliated. Yeah. That was my first ever local derby. My first was ever, yeah. yeah, first local yeah. derby. And they'd been given the whole of the tilt, and, yeah. and pretty much everybody that turned yeah. up there either, either uh, had a pink uh, blue balloon or a blue balloon. How did they call it? That was uh, social media. They must have just been given away outside the ground, weren't they? Like bed sheets. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, after my after my debut on the day after my 18th birthday. Guess who the next bloody match was against? Oh, well, them lot, was it? Yeah. Mm. I, I, didn't, I think we we won that one three two, if I remember I right. I didn't. No, we lost one nil. Well, not the one with the balloons. We didn't. No, no, but the ah. the this this one I'm talking about. Yeah, right, too. right, right. Yeah, and I I because of my issue with you know sort of Your getting nerves, a bit yeah. uptight and thing, I used to hate those bloody matches. To be honest, it, it was just too much for me almost. You no. no, I couldn't. It's bad enough no. for the fun. That know? was the first time. You, you know, when your dad says, "Oh, you can lift your feet up when you that when you're walking out and get carried out." That was the first time I ever did it at that game, going out that little um, square square block at the back. You know, God, the health and safety get closed down in two minutes, wouldn't it? Now, yeah, dear me, it was days uh, well, memories. Well, uh, got five minutes left to uh, mm. get your tickets in. Five minutes and counting. Mm -hmm. uh, can Craig Courtney give us an update as to how many we've got, how many were sold? Malcolm, I think you're far yeah. too modest. I oh. think you would have got you would have got in a better side than the twenty first best side. And I think you, <laughs> you, you were. I mean, I <clears throat> I can re I can remember us being in the first division and, and going getting relegated. Then it was in the wilderness, and you were part of the team that brought us back. We would have. Back as a a first division club, a proper first division club with proper first division players, and 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 you you were part of that, mate. And uh, and I say you're too modest. You 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 were a big part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much for saying and, that. Uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I, we did uh, we did come back, and uh, yeah, I feel proud of that sort of time. In uh, it was uh, that was when I was saying, you know, when I first realised that recognizing each person's value and, and appreciating it and knowing what they can do mm. and what they can't do even uh, you know just brought us all together i think mm. and uh, at what know, point in your life did you lose the, the trademark mustache uh, 
I don't know. That's, I, that's, I did, that's just how I used to recognise on Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have it for very long. I didn't you know? think. No, I didn't yeah, think. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that for <laughs> did, you, did you borrow it from <laughs> Gary Pendry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gary was on a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I was with Gary on uh, Saturday at the match. Uh, we went over to, when they, when they all came up, the mm. all the lads came up the country road there with, uh, with mm. their... Banners and stuff. Incredible. Yeah. And also, I must say thank you to the people that turned up for the uh, the candlelit vigil for Little Arthur as well last yeah. week and the organisers. Yeah. Yeah. Well done to you all. Uh, difficult for me living so far away to get to these events, but uh, it, it's always nice to see that we are an incredibly respectful club when it comes to it. Okay. Uh, 285 tickets sold. Wow. 285 tickets at £2 each. Mm. Actually, Chris. I can just see a little Christmas hat behind you. Are you going to wear it? I, I will, but it's not worth it because I haven't got a camera on me. So uh, uh, all the cameras are on the stars. You instead, Mark. Hey. You do oh, instead. Look like a little elf. That is an incre- incredible £570. Well done, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, we might get a little bit more. It's two minutes left, guys. Two minutes. Fantastic. Two minutes to yeah. last. 15 minutes of the show. We all know what that means, don't we? And it's not going to be such a festive one this year. Um, it's it's just going to be just normal. I haven't really had time to think much this week, to be perfectly honest. I was party planning all week. Party planning. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm going to hit the big 60 on Christmas Day. I've never mentioned oh, it before. On Christmas Day? Yeah, Christmas Day, baby. <laughs> He's got a Santa baby routine lined up just for the special guest. Oh, <laughs> I don't know whether I was surprised at being on Christmas Day or because I thought you looked a lot older. Yeah, a bit, <laughs> it's a bit mixed, a bit mixed actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I always joke about it. I'm yeah. really fun, but, uh, yeah. Right, OK, so we are a minute away from... Uh, uh, slicing off the ticket sales if your clock's right. No, your clock is wrong, Chris. It's now 2045. 2045. The breakfast tickets are now closed. Craig Courtney, do your business, and before the end of the show, is it before the end of the show? We'll, we'll announce it, Chris. Yeah, so before the end of the show, we'll make an announcement as to who the lucky two people are who are going to get the tickets for the, uh, the breakfast. And who's the breakfast with again? It's with the whole squad. It's with the squad. With the whole. Squad. squad, yeah, at the end is of the season. Br- is that before the match? Is the it? Whole, oh, I don't know. Oh, right. I don't know. I don't normally eat breakfast. You see, I had one on Sunday because Auntie Linda came over. And uh, <laughs> I've never seen a woman eat so much, Chris. Wow. <laughs> it was. I know we took a photo of Jack eating his, but it was quite horrifying the amount that Linda was stocking down her. And I'm sure she rooted round the bin after for my scraps. <laughs> oh, no, she was looking at She was looking in one bucket. Nick, <laughs> 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 yeah, did you get some. I beg your pardon, sorry. Sorry, did you ask something for the last 15 or did you need my help? Yeah, no, I've got it. No, no, I've got it. No, got I've got it. it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do it right now, ladies and gentlemen. And because I slaughtered a lamb this week, <laughs> the pig, I mean, <laughs> slaughtered a lamb, slaughtered a pig this week. Anything in a butcher shop, anything you'll find in a butcher shop, anything to do with football, 15 minutes, make me laugh, go. <sighs> this is the most active part of the show. There's no prize involved. It's just hilarious. Oh, Some of the things that these people will come out with, Malco, in a few minutes. Okay. We'll, we'll have you roaring. Anything you'll find in a butcher's shop. Malcolm, did you think about your favourite player since you stopped playing for us? That you've seen play for us since you oh. finished? Oh, God, I thought you'd, forgo- <laughs> I thought you'd forgotten that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. 
I must say though, I mean, I've, 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 I've been out there on the pitch. <laughs> Sorry, been out there on the pitch and, 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 and one job and played football for a number of years. But I'm back now so with on. with you fans, to be honest with you, and, and I've mean. been ever since. So I've done the I've done the both really, yeah, and I'm a fan now. Yeah. And I go down yeah. there, and you know I like them to play well. But I'll be there the following game because I like going down there, and yeah. I like meeting my mates. And uh, it's all, it's all I'm a fan. I'm a Tilton. It's, it's, like, it's like a bit of home, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it is. Yeah. Like a bit of home. Yeah. Right, so we've got Terry Butcher, of course. We knew that one come out. Uh, Paolo Wonchop, which Wonchop. is absolutely brilliant. Uh, Michael <laughs> Chop, Chop for Terry Butcher once again. Oh, come on, you can do better than this. You can do better than this. Make what me about, laugh. What about Andy Legg? Andy Legg. <laughs> Andy Legg alum. Chicken doy. Hey! Chicken doy. Liver? Liver? Liverpool. Liverpool, I like that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about um, Paul Mintz? Yeah, Paul, Paul Mintz. Mintz. What about uh, what Jeff Horsemeat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Horsemeat. God! Where did you get that one from? Jeff Horsemeat. What about Beef Farhi? Yeah, we'll have that one. Beef Farhi. Uh, Joe Lamb's Heart. Uh, Pat Butcher. I think that's more EastEnders to be honest with you, Trevor. <laughs> Robbie Robbie Sausage. Uh, Marazarati. Marazarati. Yeah. I like that one. That's a quite a good one. I've never. Oh, it's a bone marrow. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. It's all right. I was thinking of the large green ones you get from Tesco's. <laughs> uh, Robbie Sausage. No black pudding. No black pudding. Robbie, Robbie Patrick Burger. Burger. <laughs> 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 Malcolm, I guess from what you were saying, you know, players like you enjoy players like Savage, Damian Johnson, Devlin. You know these players who covered every blade of grass. You know, run for a brick wall for the team. Granger. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know about Savage so much. I, I, I you know, mm. if he'd have been, if he'd have been a little bit of a a loyal person, I, I don't think. He admitted but, uh, that to us. Yeah, he's admitted yeah. that to us on on the show. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he, <coughs> I guess I don't know. I've I've not met him, but I guess he's. But he's built himself a, a great career, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, and he's involved. Yeah. He's involved with Macclesfield now, isn't he? And yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Joe Donahoe says, thanks for the show, Blues Brothers. Loved it, as always. Malcolm Page, a Welsh gent and part of an era that was amazing for us older Blues fans. Keep right on. He is so, so true. Uh, Troy, Troy Beefney. Beefney. <laughs> Troy Beefney. So looking look into the new year then, Malcolm, what, what are your hopes for Blues for the new year? Well, um, I just hope we can get a settled, settled down thing, you know, mm. and... Getting team, uh, getting. Uh, I, I don't. I can't see it ever, possibly not happening because, mm. you know, our our owners are so distant, aren't they? Really, I, and you know, what the situation is. With, it looks as if we can only get f free players, and mm. you know, it's not easy. No. It's such a high standard of, uh, of football, and uh, and they you can easily be uh, misled with uh, you know all this stuff that's going on mumbo jumbo regarding where you play how you play and and formations and things so uh, there's a lot to lot to lot to get right but i think uh, you know simplifying things would be a little bit helpful yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got mince overton uh, dennis beatcamp uh <laughs> <Mince Overton>. hal <Halalcom> page <laughs> <laughs> gary giblet <laughs> <laughs> I like Pete Taylor's idea. That was brilliant. Maro Zerati. Yeah. Maro Zerati, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Peter Lovenshanks. 
Marcus Rashford. We've got Marcus Rashford just coming in from Linda. Marcus Rashford. <laughs> Lincoln sausages. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll have that one. Come on, people, you can think better and quicker than this. Blimey, it's normally flies off the wall. Yeah. Nicola Mock, Brock Madcow. Madcow. Right, OK. Did so after oh, after after football then uh, Malcolm what uh, what did you do what did you get involved I in? went into the financial services uh -huh. uh, and uh, you know that you're was, not going to uh, say you're a taxman are you uh, no <laughs> no he's <laughs> no, not going to say it. he is but he's not going to say they it. were exe expecting me to sell stuff but right, okay. uh, I, I never I uh, I more, uh, more enjoyed just talking to people to be honest with uh -huh. you and that's where I learned a lot about uh, talking to people and stuff like that uh, but then, uh, then after I did about ten, ten years in that, and then I went into the construction field and I uh, was right. working with National Grid and stuff like that, and uh, enjoyed that. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so, um, but all the time just following Birmingham. So, I mean, I couldn't be more of a truer Birmingham fan than. Uh, How did you become anybody. a Birmingham City fan? What, 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 what was your story? Because we've all got one. I think mm. it was uh, when I saw this. I wanted to be a goalkeeper when I was very young, mm. and I saw this. I went to my aunties in Mid Wales, and they'd got a black and white fourteen-inch bush television, mm -hmm. and uh, I saw this tall, good-looking goalkeeper with a stash on, and you know, he's <laughs> called Gil Merrick, and uh, I think it was the nineteen fifty-six Cup, Cup final, final. Mm -hmm. and I watched them, and I wanted to be a goalkeeper. And uh, what I did, we we lived in about a three hundred year old cottage on a on a on an estate in uh, when I say estate, uh, an old country estate. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mother was a housekeeper for a lady there, and uh, we had this. And the, the one the one end of the house was was all stone, big stone chimney, and uh, there was a lean to corrugated roof place. Um, and I used to throw a tennis ball up against this chimney, bounce onto this corrugated roof, and I didn't know which way the ball was going. It was only a tennis ball right, yeah, where it was yeah, going yeah. about, so it enabled me to, you know, oh, react quickly, there. you know, and stuff. Yeah. I spent two or three years doing that, you know, making saves and things like that, because of Gil Merrick. And the next time I saw him was when I was playing for my school, and him and a fellow called Don Dorman mm -hmm. arrived at the school to watch watch me play. Can you believe that? The manager and, and the sort of head coach. And when I came to Birmingham, they took me all around all over the place. Oh. I didn't get treated any different than anybody else, but it, that was the job that they did then. Yeah. Right, where's the comments over, Chris? I'll give you the last few before we uh, wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. Can I just uh, bring uh, Craig Courtney in? Because he's going to tell hey. us exactly what's going on in Tilton Talk. Because we don't know. We don't know. We've never professed to know. Yeah. And our, from, Craig... Are our people still talking to their people? Craig, over to you. Yeah, Craig. Over to you, Craig. Is he frozen? We, we are. <coughs> we are still talking to people. Good, excellent, wonderful, wonderful. Keep it up, my friend. This is the man who, who does all the organising to get all the guests on the show. Incredible. He does an amazing job for us. Thanks, Craig. Yeah. Oh, I thought you made Craig Gardner. Okay, Craig's frozen at the moment. Um, perhaps if we could we get him on a, on a phone line, Chris? Maybe. Yeah. We'll try that. Um, and could you flick over the comments for me now, please? Thank you so much. 
Do we do we do? Let's have a look. Zigs and blankets. We've got zigs and blankets. Car around the ro- uh, just around the corner of the road. TF uh, and BCFC. Have you ever seen that car? No. It's only no. around the corner in, in this yeah, off phone yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. I got mine for my birthday this TF year. TF. Yeah. BCFC. Mine's N eight 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 KRO. Yeah, you said yeah. Can't be bad. Looking Can't forward to driving. Thank you, back. I am unstable internet connection, so apologies all, but... Um, unstable Craig Courtney. Unstable man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, easy. Easy. Brutal. Sorry, Craig, I I'm joking. Thank you. Thank you, Malcolm, as well, for, uh, for, for coming on, because I know Pleasure. you've got a, a lot of things on at the moment, and uh, especially as we come to the festive season, so massive thank you from, uh, from me. Pleasure. And from me. And from us. Yeah. And from mm. them. I can do the draw. So we've had 285 tickets, as Chris mentioned. Um, so uh, in, in the total of all of those, uh, we it's actually, Nick, rather than the 570, it was £2 a strip. So we're actually about £190. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but as I hit the button for the random number to be selected... I can confirm it is number one four two. And Nick, I don't know how to say this. It is win one by Pat Spall. Oh, Pat Spall has so. won the breakfast for two. She's won before. She didn't even bother turning up to my party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good it's, me. She's won something. it's not my fault. Is that poxy random selector you've got? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about you, Craig, not the uh, piece of equipment in your hand. That's, that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, thanks so much for that. Uh, Yotta pork pie, Yotta pork pie. No, 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 it doesn't do it. That one doesn't do it for me. Um, any news on Jake Bidwell? Any news on Jake Bidwell, anybody? I've never done No, nor have I, nor have I. Uh, we had zigs in blankets. Uh, poor mould on scratchings. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Uh, one from Heather Brown. He delivered a cheque to my house years ago and spent ages talking to my dad, who was Welsh. Really nice man. See, you've got memories all over the place. There he was. That was him. Great stuff. Love it, love it, love it. Um, Well, we're almost there. Almost there, girls and boys. And this will be the final show of 2021, once again heavily affected by COVID. But we'll battle on. You know why? Because we're Birmingham City and we will journey on and we will keep right on to the end of the road. Uh, We've got Steer John, Jude Belly Draft. Okay, Paul, I think I think you're the one to pick the favourite for the end of the year, mate. So what, sorry? I think you're the one to pick your favourite one for this one. For, uh, Roger Hind of Beef. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That's good one. I, liked, uh, I liked Maro Zerati. I thought that was... Uh, Maro Zerati. We've got Dealey had, had a pork shoulder just come in. <laughs> That's clever. Steve Job, again, he does it every week. Stephen Gill, thanks for the last. Chris, Nick, Paul and the rest of the team, of course, because uh, without everybody we couldn't do this. We just couldn't do this. And without the guests we couldn't do it. And without you people, we couldn't do it. It has been a torrid 2021 again. Um, will next year get any better? We don't know, because we can't see into the future. That's the absolute truth of it. Um, but from us, each and every single one of us now are going to give you a final statement of the year, starting with Alan, putting you right on the spot. You've got to ad-lib this one. Um, let's hope that 2022 is better we come out of the dark ages that we're living in both 
nationally and let's be honest our football club is still struggling uh, and let's hope that uh, we can uh, we can break through and start moving positively forward and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all the gang here all the watchers and everybody who frequents the Palace of Dreams St Andrew Craig Courtney um, from myself, thank you to each and every listener uh, and viewer of the show. A special thanks to, to every single guest that uh, has joined mm-hmm. us because, mm-hmm. as Nick mentioned, without them, we couldn't do any more. And, you know, 2022, we all hope it brings way more joys than it does sorrows. And let's look to the future. Let's look positive. And, and we're blue. We're through and through. And... We'll end up that way, no matter where we are or how it is. Absolutely, Mark. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Um, just key right on, everybody, to the new year. Uh, hopefully, this sort of last horrific couple of years is, is you know, hopefully going to be put on the back burner. We can forget about it. We can move on. Um, and echoing what the other guys have said, just every single person involved who watches, who the gang here, just look after yourselves. Have a brilliant Christmas, brilliant new year, and um, let's just key right on to 2022 and Chris Brown yeah just really sorry just reiterating what everybody else has said yeah Um, but a massive thanks really and most importantly to our uh, viewers and listeners because uh, without them we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't. No. Well, we, we would, wouldn't but we'd be talking to ourselves, girls and boys. <laughs> Which we did for <laughs> Which quite we, a long time. We, we did for many, many years. <laughs> and the cat, of course, can never forget that cat, Chris. That's right, yeah. And um, just, just to leave on, uh, Dom Kavanagh says, uh, what a show and man wow. to finish with. Malcolm Page, superb. Thanks all. Very interesting. You've helped 2021 pass more enjoyable. Thank you to each and every one of our listeners on the Tilt and Talk Show and uh, to everybody that's contributed to our amazing charities and all the hard work that they do up and down the country. It's been a difficult year. It's been a long one. It's been a hard one. But we've got to say goodnight now. And, uh, and from me, uh, I'm going to get Malcolm to wrap the show up completely. And from me, it's thank you so much. The goosebumps are already up on my arm. Thank you so much to every single one of you. To the team here... Um, uh, it, this just is uh, genuinely the best thing in my life I promise you and I had a monster of a migraine this afternoon and I, and I messaged Chris I said Chris I, I don't think I can make it I'm so disorientated <laughs> and he said we'll, we'll scrap it because Malcolm's coming in I said mate give me 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know like the rocks that we are we, we do journey on we do carry on and hopefully the end of the road will soon insight have a safe happy merry christmas and an amazing new year malcolm page our last guest of 2021 close the show sir and thank you for the memories incredible well thank you lads for having me tonight it's it's been a real pleasure and uh, what a fantastic job you do for the fans really uh, and and i i know how much they appreciate it can I just say a personal thank you to all the fans that helped me through my career and uh, and and I've been a fan with them ever since. And uh, may 2022 get this bloody ground properly Absolutely. replaced so Absolutely. that more yeah. of you lads yes. can come yeah. in and ladies and, and fill the ground up again mm. and we can be good enough to give you some enjoyment. Ladies and gentlemen, 2021 is now over. Malcolm Page. 
everybody that comes here always gets the clap off the Tilton Talk show. <laughs> Good night. God bless. Take care. We are the lads from the Tilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you. What more can we say? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.